Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales, uh, the sensible mystic and transformation alchemist. And today I have with me Shelly Miller, the systems master and business alchemist. So I find this to be a really nice synergy. She is the founder of the 4A Tribe Coaching and 4A Tribe Events. The four A's in Shelly's world are ask, align, act, and achieve. And these form the basis of her approach as a certified business and life coach as she best serves her clients. Her 17 years of experience as a business strategist mixed with energetic guides, connection with spirit, logical action, and the use of business systems, she co-creates a powerful powerful foundation on which her client's work flourishes. Welcome, Shelly. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Oh, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. I can't, I can't wait to see what, what coalesces between the two of us right now. I know. We've, we've had some amazing conversations getting ready for this show, and I'm so stoked to see what actually comes through. <laughs> Me too. Very so, much so. What I'd like to do, because you've got a really impressive res- resume out there, 17 years in the business world and all of this, um, what do I want to say, wealth of additional wisdom that <laughs> weave into what you're doing. But I'm fairly confident you were not born fully formed this way. There was probably a journey. Oh, there's, yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of a journey. Um, so I, I, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a, a physical therapist or, or um, um, kind of like a sports trainer for the Denver Broncos. That oh. is what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life. Okay. Um, I've always been into kinesiology, the study of the body, the movement, you know, mechanism of movement um, always intrigued me when I was a kid. So when I got into college, that was like the natural thing. I wanted to be in the, I was in physical biology and I was in the physics lab and we were in the cadaver lab and like, that's what I was going to do. Um, So how did you end up in business strategy? (laughs) Well, so then uh, it turned out that uh, I got married and that will shift things. (laughs) It's just, and it kind of derailed me into the, well, it, it didn't fit the lifestyle that we were creating, mm. um, you know, being traveling a lot, being away from home. It was, it, it, it didn't fit the mold. And I, so, I can relate to that because I studied in college. Um, actually it was <laughs> biology and French and Norwegian. And my intention with the French and Norwegian was to be a, an interpreter like United Nations interpreter. Language has Mm -hmm. always been a real big thing for me. But it didn't fit in (laughs) with with the man that I married. And so I focused more on the biology. So I I can relate. Well, and so um, I have always been the organizational, uh, kind of the admin fix it process, make the process work, paper flow, efficiency person. Mm-hmm. And so I took that into every job that I started. Um, I worked myself out of several jobs mm-hmm. where they needed somebody to come in and do inventory or procurement or, you know, their sales staff wasn't following a protocol and they were dropping things. And so I was always setting up these systems for people mm-hmm. and I'd set up the system and there'd be, they were like, well, um, we don't have anything more for you to do. We, 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 you <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm laughing because we're such mirrors of each other because when I was working, when I finally got out of school and joined the fortune 100, I was in data centers, and I did exactly that same thing. I killed the problems that happened every night. I had set up systems so that you didn't have to fuss with things. And 
fortunately, it was a big enough place and they were smart enough to look at that and go, okay, well, let's move her over into this mess and see what she does. <laughs> and so they kept dropping me into bigger messes, right? It's like, okay, so you fixed the phone list. Let's see what you do with the tape library. <laughs> right. See, see how you make this work. Well, and, and as this is, is transpiring, computers are starting to become more and more prevalent. Because yeah. when I, gra I, I graduated high school in, in 90. And yeah. so as, you know, that, we were still green screening then. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as the computer industry exploded, as technology exploded, it felt so normal to me because it was based off of if this, then that. Yes. Like it is, it, and that so is how my brain works. logic there. Once you mm -hmm. understand it, you work with it really well. Yep. Yeah. And, and so using that, I started working with CEOs and I started working with um, project management and I started working with things in that arena and the corporate ladder, it always gave me the heebie-jeebies because it was so, oh, for lack of a better term, just masculated. You know, it was just mm -hmm. so... It was sticky and icky, and I didn't like it. Like, yeah. And 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 being a very strong woman helped in some aspects, but it was a hindrance in others. Yeah. So you know, it got to be to the point where I was like, you know, I can do this on my own. So I started creating businesses that allowed me to showcase my talents and allowed me to serve others in a in an environment where I didn't feel like I always had a thumb on me. Mm, yes. And so I created a company called construction helpers where I, I did all of the paperwork for general contractors. Okay. So yeah. I did the insurance certs. I did the meetings. I did the occupancy, uh, you know, any kind of meetings that needed to happen in order to move along the project. Cause yeah. general contractors are great at what they do. They suck. At, at the other stuff, they, yeah. at all the other stuff, because it's not in their field of vision. It's so not their my, natural gift set, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in my my gift, my magic was to help people with the other side of the equation. Yeah, they always had the one side, and I had the other side that allowed it to become a sphere of awesomeness. And so I did that, and then I. Um, created a couple of other businesses that worked around helping people. I became a real estate agent for a while. Um, and then in 2008, I dipped out right before everything went bam. Good timing. And yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I worked for a, a surveying company that did what's called Fast Track here in uh, Colorado, which is the light rail system. Oh, sure, so, yeah. I worked with that for a long time, and then I started working with uh, entrepreneurs and startups, um, people who were creating their own businesses and starting to work their own playbook. Like, there was yeah. no manual for what they were doing. Like, they needed to start from basics, where my organization and protocol mentality fit right in with that. Yeah, and, and so, you can organize the creatives <laughs> mm -hmm. in a way. I, so, yeah, and I, I love creativity. Like, that's, like, it just lights me up. I, I enjoy it. Absolutely. So, on the spiritual side of your journey, mm -hmm. where, where did you start with that? <sighs> okay, so, um, I am a sixth-generation witch. And so, my family has always been very... Um, Grow it in the darkness, but it's always there. And what I mean by that is you go to Sunday school as a kid and you go to this and that and the other thing, but there's always the underlying, here's how you create this tincture. Here's yeah. how you use this herb in the kitchen. This yeah. is how, what we do on a full moon. This is, you know, there, it was always interwoven into everything that I did. Okay. And so now, before we go too far down this road, okay, mm -hmm. a lot of people, when you say the word witch, go, Oh, so <laughs> I have, I have a word. I know. 
explain the difference between the Hollywood depiction of, you know, the black magic working sorceress who will curse you and your generations for years right. and the actual functioning natural witch. <laughs> so actual functioning natural witch. Um, I do a lot of work with herbs. I do a lot of candle magic, a lot of intention setting. It's very surrounded around energy, grounding to the earth, using my guides, using my intuition and the information that comes through me in everything that I do and how I make decisions and how I treat people and how I assess a situation. Um, I, my happy places in my garden. If I need to center, if I need to ground, that is where I am. That's what makes me happy, being out in nature. Um, it's really connecting with my muse, my guides, my universal family in order to help me along in the world. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of uh, warts and pointed hats and all that fun stuff that everybody <laughs> thinks. <laughs> It's, it's I think very when much, we were very preparing much. for this, we were talking about like the bell curve, right? There are bell curves yes. in every population. There are really good and really bad. And then there's the people in the middle who are just All of us in do, the middle. doing their deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the, the best way to describe a witch to me is to describe that, that fundamental connected point where you use the unseen and the seen in your daily life yep. as, as a merged thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when did it become clear to you that you have, what should I say, an overarching mission beyond just making some money and getting through the world? Um, honestly, it didn't come until just after I was 40. Um, so I, uh, I ended up becoming divorced, uh, and in the 37, 38 year mm -hmm. and, um, I call them levels sometimes. Sometimes I don't even refer to them as years. In level 37, <laughs> I got divorced. Exactly. Um, well, and know. it sort of is, right? It's like this video game, and I've made it to level 50 now. And <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, and I have this, this, and this in my inventory box, and I've been to this, this, and this planet. Now I can go here, and yeah. And so uh, when that happened, because I, I was under the impression that I had found my soulmate, I had, you know, everything was good, like, and it, and it kind of 180'd on me in a, in a matter of months, mm -hmm. and so in that, I, I was lost, I stopped um, everything with my spiritual practice, like, I up and just upheavaled dead, like, there was no connection, there was no um, affirmation, there was no intention, there was nothing, I just stopped. Yeah, and, it's really disorienting. It just like yeah. pulls everything out from under you. Yeah, I, I, I even ended, I boxed up my altars. I boxed up everything and just put it away. Like, I, I can't, I, I, and I had to come to a healing point. Yeah, I, I just can't, and, I'm pissed right now. Let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, like, I thought all this was good and it's not. And now I have to question everything and find my, find my ground again. Yeah. Um, and it, probably took about three years, two and a half, three years before I found a, a point where I could come back out again, because there was also a safety where I had built a world where I, I didn't have to worry about judgment or fear of who I was. Like it was completely clear and it was completely okay. Like that, I didn't have to worry about how it was going to be viewed by the mm -hmm. other people in my life. And so finding that security and that, that freedom again was difficult because it required me to trust. Yes. And at that point, I had none. There was no trust. We're, yeah. we're, we're not trusting anybody, anything, no. And, um, yeah, it took, it took about three I, years of healing. I shouldn't laugh, but <laughs> oh. back, to, back to the parallels, um, I, when I met my reward husband, because I had a mm -hmm. practice husband, mm -hmm. I was in the middle of the I hate men phase. 
all oh. men suck. I uh-huh. want nothing to do with men. This is the point at which he cho- chooses to show up in my life. And I don't know what kind of energetic raincoat he put on that he was able to stand there in my field and go. In my fury. In my field, in my fury, and go, it doesn't apply to me. And I know you're going to chill out here in a minute, and I'm, I'm here when you're ready. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> that, that's pretty awesome. That, that, and that, that is one of those reality smack you in the face kind of things where you're like, I gave you everything I got, and you're still standing there. Why? Now I have to know why. Yeah, exactly. Like, what what is know. it that you see? What what's going on that you're hanging around? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and there's there is that. And and in after the divorce, I found my own voice that I that didn't require somebody else to complete. Yes, or and, to endorse or give permission. Or, yeah. Right. And I, I I don't need your permission. I don't need your acceptance of who I am in order for you to be in my world. Those three years is where it, it kind of like if you think of a train stopping in a station and getting refueled with fuel and coal and all the things that it needs. And in those three years, it started to gain traction and it started moving again. Yeah. And I'm going to pause you right here because I want to hear where this train goes. But we are coming up on our first break. And so all of you out there who've joined us today who are listening in, I'd like to invite you, grab a piece of paper and a pencil and spend a few minutes around your life and look at the places where you've had these earth-shaking moments and these great setbacks and look at them from another angle and see where, where did it uncover some solid ground where you rebuilt bigger and better and stronger and acknowledge yourself for those things. And while you're doing that, stay tuned because we will be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am here with Shelley Miller, business strategist and mystic extraordinaire. <laughs> and before we went on the break, you were telling us about the process of finding your voice and rebuilding yourself and your trust and your momentum. So don't leave us hanging. <laughs> well, um, so, so, uh, once I got to that point, it was like the train leaving the station, literally. And what came into play was uh, an opportunity to work for a company called Zertual. 
<laughs> Zirtual is a, uh, a VA or was um, a VA um, company that you could go to and hire a VA and uh, book so many hours with that particular yeah, person. Kind of and they allow guru or upwork kind of thing, right? Um, more like a fancy hands worldwide kind of thing. Ah, okay. And so uh, it came, it, it started with a group of about 12 people. By the time I came into play, it, we, they were up to about 36, 37 people at that point. And then it hit a growth spurt mm. where we became um, managerial type people over what we called pods, which were 10 or 12 different people, uh, different VAs. And so it started to grow and started to merge. And one of the people that I got uh, in one of my pods, her name was Jasmine Ivy. Mm -hmm. And her um, just energy was amazing. And it was just very, it was a prominent thing that she was just not your average person. Yeah. And so we uh, started to get into conversations and it started to be a, a, a situation where I could open up to her about guides, spirits, energy, and start the conversation again. It was, yeah. it was like it was, she was put into my life, period, it, dot the end, like it just was. Yeah, and we to, became, to kind of reseed that connection for you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so we became really good friends. And then in August of 2015, right when we were about to kind of IPO, like it was really bursting on the scenes and I was on that top level again, you know, helping with the um, emergence of how are we going to do this? How are we going to protocol that? Setting up this and, you know, mm -hmm. really working the back behind scenes, like just in my element. Yeah. They didn't get their third round of funding and they closed their doors overnight. Yeah. I on four hundred and fifty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these kind of growth spurts, they make you or they break you. Yeah, yeah. and they close their doors on 450 people overnight. Oh. Overnight, weekly paychecks were gone for these women. And, and probably 75% of the people that were working as VAs were stay-at-home moms working that per position because it fit their lifestyle. It fit how yeah. they could stay at home and raise their kid and still – function and, and be very productive in a business that they were good at. Exactly. And put extra food on the table, money, whatever is needed in the household. Yeah. Just, just, you know, and, and your heart just pours out to them. So pod members were looking towards their pod leaders as what do I do? How do I go? How, where do I go from here? Yeah. And so the next two weeks were literally a blur. Um, and it was helping them file for unemployment, helping them find ways to uh, connect with other people that might need their services and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And me, as I always an entrepreneurial, like serial entrepreneurial person, <laughs> I was like, you know, well, just do this. Well, they weren't ready to take that leap. They weren't ready to be in their own business, for their own self, wearing all the hats. Well, even it's though not right for everybody. There's a lot of freaking hats. And well, there's a lot of stuff, but these VAs were in that realm. They were already there. They were already doing that for someone else, but they right. weren't ready to take the entrepreneurial leap. And well, so it's I a created... different thing when you're, you're hunting and killing for your own self. It, oh, it's, it's so, it's so different when hunter gatherer versus I'm a, I'm a member of the city. Yeah. Like it's, it's a different, it's a different mentality completely. And it's a different mindset. Yeah. Completely. And so I created uh, what was to be called SANS virtual systems. Mm. And what we did, I, I, it was, I did all the overview stuff and I hired the VAs. They kept their clients. They were in their comfort zone so they could continue to, to prosper and provide for their family and do their thing without skipping that beat, without yes. having to step over and do it for themselves. And I 
did that for about a year and helped them get comfortable in doing their own thing. And I dissolved the company once they could do it themselves. Ah, so okay. So it was like started, training wheels for them. It, it was like training wheels, but I knew how to, how to create an LLC. I knew how to create a business. I knew how to do all the protocols that needed to be done. And I could do all that and help them find their way. So 14 of those women went on to have their own business and didn't need somebody to do it for them. Love and that is like, that is like my happy place right there. Like I taught you how to survive on you. I taught you how to fish. I didn't give you food. Yeah. You know, and, and that to me, and it was helping them with the mindset. It was helping them with, you are capable of doing this and here's how you do it. Yeah. Here's well, how you jump that threshold. And that's during that time is when I was like, I think I'm going to get my life coach certification. <laughs> Like it just like I, I think I'm gonna do this. Like let's see what happens. Well, so many people overlook when they go, Oh, I'm gonna go out and do my own thing or I'm gonna start my own thing. So many people overlook the shifts in how you think about and approach things. Yes. In in the rush to get into business. And it's easy to go down the checklist and say, Okay, I I need to learn about this technology or I need to get a website set up or I need to, you know, whatever is on that like business block and tackle checklist. And it's so easy to skip over that I need to think about this differently than I used to think about how I made my money. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So about, about a year into this, um, Jasmine reaches out to me and says, Hey, what's going on? You want to have, you know, a coffee chat? You want to talk? I'm like, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's get together. And so at that time she was a marketing genius is a marketing genius. It to this still day. is. Yes. <laughs> still is. However, she dealt a lot with in her background, law of attraction and mm. intention and uh, very much in that, in that realm. Right. Um, you know, Esther Hicks kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm starting this thing. Do you want to be a part of it? I'm like, absolutely. And it was at that time, um, she called it my life, my terms, which is now turned into what women of woo. And oh. she does a mastermind two times a year. Mm-hmm. And they deal with intuition and mindset and journaling and all the things that I love and would love to put out, but had no idea how to do that. Because my brain was in the analytical, I need to survive and save money, even though I have this wonderful witchy background that I can fall back on. (laughs) And so now, all of a sudden, I can see the culmination of my spirituality, my, the essence on which I set my life, and a living. Yes. And it was, it was, it was like, you know, all this white light just here it is. Here's, here's what you need to do. Like, could you open that door like two years ago, please? Like, did you have to wait? (laughs) (laughs) So was this like a a sudden realization or was it kind of a gradual realization that unfolded? Oh no, it was like in the course of a week. I mean, it was, it was, I, I had to, I had to take a little time and like digest all the information that was coming in and that, and found out that it was acceptable to pull oracle cards for people. Uh, hello. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was acceptable to do that for them to explain what you were talking about. That To do that for other people, to be that open about my spirituality, to be that open about my gifts, was dumbfounding at the time. Like, that, yeah. that's really accepted? I can really, really, I can do this? Yeah, and, well, and it's yeah. 180 compared to what you were raised with, which was keep it in the closet. Keep it in the closet. Keep it quiet. You can you can actually practice, but don't let people know because you, you will you, you will draw a different reaction than you are expecting. Trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that, I don't. I didn't even put dive in feet first. It was a full on dive into the ocean. I'm staying. Like yeah. I can do this. This is awesome. And I've been doing it ever since. I have been, um, I've designed a business structure where I can 
culminate the things that I love to do along with the universe's uh, help. Let's put yeah. The, yeah, support, help, guides, exactly. wonderful things. All the all the wonderfulness that um, I can incorporate moon rituals into business rituals. I can incorporate how you stir your coffee into the intentions you set for the day. Like I can I can do all this wonderful things and and open people up to the magic that is life. And it just it it lights me up every day. I can't imagine doing anything else the rest of my life. Exactly. I love I love your story because it goes to show that we don't have to compartmentalize our pieces. A lot of times we're told we have to compartmentalize our pieces or we have these awakenings where it's like, oh, wow, you know, I'm connected to the whole world or I can, I can receive information in this way that I was previously told was not possible or I bring healing to people. And a lot of times we think this means we have to leave what we've known in the past and go up out in the mountain or in the wilderness or whatever and become this super spiritual person. And it's like, no, that's not why you wake up. You wake Mm -hmm. up to infuse that spirituality into the stuff you already do. I could, I could not agree more. That's absolutely it. And when, and once I allowed myself to see that door open, the flood of, okay, you ready? Here you go. And like, just one thing after another, after another. And I started pulling more cards and using, using that. And I started to get um, the senses of my clairvoyance started to uh, up level and I became clairsentient and I became clairaudient. And the first time I pulled Oracle cards and the colors of the room changed, I will have to let you know that it set me back a couple of, of, of seconds because I had to be like, mm. I, I have to kind of adjust to this right here. Now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just give me a second. I just need to mm, breathe through this one. We're good. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was because and, this was different. <laughs> yeah. Right. And honestly, the mindset from the life coaching helped me assimilate every time things up level, every time things, come in a little differently. It's, it's much easier to incorporate that into the entire experience. Whereas without all of the things, I feel like I would be a little more lost than I am as grounded as I am in it now. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's useful to sit in development circles and this sort of thing, because you have a community in which you know, you get support, you have people at different points in the journey who can kind of reach back and go, oh, here, you, there, it's a little tricky over this particular transition, but here's what right. I learned, right? <laughs> well, uh, and it's funny because in, in, the, in the last four years, there have been, and I might not have recognized it 10 years ago. But there are people that come into my life that show me lessons that need to be taught, need to be learned, need to be adhered to, that I wouldn't even have recognized that as a lesson. I would have recognized it as an annoyance, as, as yeah. something that, like... Why does this shit always keep happening? <laughs> well, that- not only that, or, or like, how did, I, how did this person get through my bubble? How did this person get through my boundaries? Yeah, exactly. It's because I needed the knowledge that they provided. It was because I needed what they had to teach me in order to be more of service to the people that were in my orbit. Yeah, and exactly. to be able to know how to accept that and use it is is a huge part of why I feel very successful in my life right now. Yeah, and I I think once you begin to recognize that these things that we previously considered problems or annoyances or a failure of our bubbles or boundaries or shielding, um, it opens up the door to another way to look at things and much more growth than we have when we just look at them as 
oh, this this guy's a dick and an annoyance, and I just want him out of my world, <laughs> right? Well, and yeah, and it's completely the difference between logic and analyzation and opening up to possibilities. Exactly. And like, some of the soul level wisdom that comes in. And we are up on our next break already. Can you believe it? <laughs> Just chatting away. I know. Ain't it great? So if you're out there listening to us here chatting away uh, and you still have your pen and paper around, pull that close and uh, maybe take a look at some of the annoyances, the burrs that have arrived under your saddle recently and step back and go, you know what? How does this serve me? How is this going to open a new realization or a new door for me? And hang with us. We will be right back after the break. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520 261 6827 and let me know how has the show supported you where should we go next or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment that number 520-261-6827 thank you so much for your feedback it's crucial in informing where i take the show next thank you and go out and live soul first we're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am here with the uh, redoubtable and amazing Shelly Miller, business strategist and woo person extraordinaire. And we were talking before we went to the break about your evolution of discovering that you could be all of your things in your business. You didn't have to hide anything in the closet. So how did we go from this realization into 4A Tribe? Uh, well, it was a bit of a practice run a couple of times, um, just putting out content and information in a way that uh, people could consume it. And what I mean by that is I tend to be, I will go from point A to point K. Mm -hmm. And I say this a lot in my business. And I assume you know B through J. Yeah, like, which is not assume, a safe did, assumption. <laughs> which, I, which is something that another lesson that had to be learned. And so the first couple of things that I put out were very, you know, jump from that A to K situation. And they weren't successful because they weren't assimilated. They weren't consumable by the people who needed to, to use them. Yeah, exactly. They got there and went, what's she talking about this G thing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so I, I, I broke it down. I used the business logic, but I also used the intuitive reactions that I got from people in order to start forming a way of explaining things that were easy to digest and and then the ability for them to then leapfrog across the lily pad, the pond of business, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, and help them see that this is possible and you can do this. And so I started drawing in journaling and I started drawing in breaking down ideal soul clients and, and learning about storytelling and how 
when you tell your story, you uncover how your gifts affect other people and how your connection points can cause a relationship to transpire in your in your business community and being vulnerable. Um, a lot of Brene Brown works mm. in my favor, like a lot of Brene Brown works in my favor. And being that I came from that, hide it in the closet. Like don't let people use it to your advantage, but don't let people see. Now I let people see and let them use it to their advantage yeah, to get exactly. to know me, to come into my world. And it's, it's that pull into my world instead of pushing my services onto other people. Yes. People tend to gravitate to me because they're like, I like what you have to say. I like how you say it. I like that you're not, you, I am the no bullshit business coach. Like, yeah. And you I don't will, smash people into boxes. No, not at all. Not at all. But if you are blocked, if you are, are fearing judgment, if you have blocks on getting your content out, we work through that before we create your content, before we start dealing with uh, this is how you do an Instagram post and this is how you do this and this is what a smart bio and a link tree and yeah, blah, 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 because, blah. Because how, how you do all that is pointless until you feel like you can that you have a place to, you can come from to do all that. Right. And finding that purpose and finding that calling. And if creating sewing videos is what you want to do, here's how we can do that. Yeah. If creating jewelry is what you want to do, here's how that works. If providing services, VA services is what you want to do, here's how we can work. Here's that business model. Let's play with it and see how it fits you. Yeah. Let's tailor so, it to you and your lifestyle. Right. And and that is, that is the basis for, you know, my ideal client is in the first three years of their business or in the first three years of revamping Making their business. Their business. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and listening to a calling that allows them to make a shift to a better place. Um, and all of the tech, all of the apps, all of the, here's how you can wear 17 hats and keep your sanity. Yes. You know, <laughs> I find that, that automation is very helpful to wearing 17 hats and remaining sane. <laughs> yes. Automation is great. And automation put in the right position allows you to work the spontaneous things that the spontaneous magic that happens and, and have the space to work it because the automation is in place. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I received an early, uh, what I want to say, an early lesson on that when I was moving into, I would say, probably the second iteration of my spiritual service. <laughs> and I, had, I was looking for a calendar thing, and I had found Zoom, and I was using a different calendar service than I use right now. And it wasn't very reliable. It was breaking on me. And then I, like every Monday I was having to go through what's on the calendar and set up these meetings and send out all these like email links and this kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. then I came to meet Acuity Scheduling, which said, we'll integrate that with your Zoom. And it was like, you know, it's, it's going to take me a few hours to set this up and, and, you know, it'll probably save me a couple hours. It turns out it saves me like a, a day out of my mm -hmm. week, you know, well, and, like, and a lot of, a lot of what I tell my clients is most awesome apps are front end heavy period. Like you just, you have to work through the mud in order to get to the other side of the river. Like, yeah. You, and you just have to dedicate to it. I don't want to learn a new app or I don't want to learn more things in learning more things. You are opening up space. Once yep. you learn something, you end up opening up the space that allows more to come to you. Yeah, and so exactly. The, and a lot of times you can get somebody who will slog through that shit with you. I know I've done that for a number of my friends and I, yeah, yeah. She, Shelly's raising her hand. Yes, I do this. That is <laughs> what I do. It, it takes the headache out when you've got somebody who understands where you're going and can help you put your, policies, your processes, your whatever, get them programmed in there so it just happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 
and 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 uh, and the encouragement on you can do this and here's how you here's this one two three how you do it exactly. because all you're looking at is three and the end of three if you can just see one and two you're golden mm-hmm. and so it's 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 become part of my daily routine is okay let's break this down I can see how the app works it's kind of like <laughs> somebody referred to it as I'm like Neo I can see the matrix where other people don't see it and I yep. can walk you through the steps and um, and see where you're getting jumbled where you're getting jumbled up where you're getting confused or derailed where it's not that big a deal. Let's just get you back on track and yeah, move forward. Exactly. Well, and a lot of times I know for myself that sort of thing will turn out to be some kind of what do I want to say semi-conscious assumption. Yes. That I'm only kind of sort of aware of. And when I was setting policies around my business, um, I was kind of looking at what had worked in the past, what had not worked in the past. And I said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to try it this way. Before you get on my calendar, you have to pay me. And I thought this was like a huge freaking thing. And I was prepared for like crickets. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's the most amazing thing in the world. People pay me. They get on my calendar and they freaking show up. Because they have skin in the game. They've got skin in the game. And it's like the best choice I ever made in my business. Well, and it's, and it's the difference, the different mentality between product and service. Mm-hmm. Service based on painful in front or retainer as you go, it allows the respect for the mutual respect and admiration for both sides of the party to play the game. Yes. And it's, it's you know, okay, going to use a Brene Brown reference. You can't jump into the arena until you pay to get in there. Yeah. Like if you just jump in the arena and you didn't bring all of your equipment with you, you're going to get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you're not going to get the result you were hoping for when mm-hmm. you came into that engagement. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of times where I've given away parts of my, what I use in my programs and my offers and my services. I've given away the free part and people will walk through it, but they won't use it. Yeah, they don't and do things with it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just because you've done the academics doesn't mean you've applied the resolution or the solution that you found. And that was um, another insight that came to me a couple of years ago because I'm, I'm like the eternally curious person. I always want to know what's behind. And mm-hmm. so I've bought way too many programs just because I want to know what's behind. <laughs> And I made a promise to myself, which is, I've learned enough. I'm not learning shit anymore. I'm not taking classes anymore. I'm done with that, with very few exceptions. What I will pay money for now is things that put rubber on the road. Absolutely. And it's, and I've said this several times in the past few months, and part of the reason why my business model morphed into what it is now is because I don't want to sell you a course. I don't want to sell you a program. I don't want to sell you something that you have to go through and then complete and get a certification. That is academic. Yeah. I don't, we're not working with the academic. The academic comes. We want to be done and have a funnel. We want to be, we want to have clients getting booked into your calendar. This is the result we're going for. Yeah, yeah, we want to work the problem, not figure out the equation for the problem. We want to work the problem. We know the equation. Yeah. Now let's work the problem. And that comes, and that's where the full fold comes in of, you know, even if you're not a journaler, some of the things that I work with in my clients, it's like, we're going to take 30 minutes and work through this. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. see on the other side what I'm trying to tell you because you've physically done the work. And, and it makes it's, sense on a different level when you do it that way. Right. And when you do it one-on-one or in a group situation where you're talking through it, you're not watching a video. You're not, because I am not interested in scaling to the point where you buy seven weeks of my video and you never actually talk to me. 
Yeah, no. Like I'm, I, you know, that's. Where I'm some over people, that. It, yeah, it, you know, that's. Where <laughs> I, it's appropriate people, at certain points, but right now, I no, I'm done. I'm past that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it is the energy that is projected in a group situation that creates that hive mind, like all this energy, and it builds, and it is amazing to me how. One person will be thinking it, but another person will ask the question because they can articulate it, even though this person was having the exact same problem. Yeah, but we couldn't couldn't get their tongue around it to get it out. Mm -hmm. Or couldn't just wrap their head around the concept in order to articulate the question. Yeah, exactly. We're we're getting down to our last few minutes of the show here. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've got an amazing gift with you. So who would like to describe your gift for us? Well, so I created one of the things that I love, like I said before, is creativity. And using a vision board to have a visual representation of whatever goal it is you're going for, whether it's losing weight or starting a a different eating regimen or it's creating a business or you want to launch a product, or you want to write a book, you want to start meditating 10 minutes a day, you want to incorporate spirituality into your world. A vision board covers all of those things. And my take on creating a vision board is laid out in eight pages, and it's free to all of the listeners that want that. That is a fabulous thing. And so if you are interested in getting a hold of that vision board, uh, you can go to SovereignSelf.media and enter your name and email and you will have access to Shelly's gifts as well as a link to hook up with Shelly if you want to have a conversation with her about things that put rubber on the road, not just thoughts in your mind. (laughs) And I thank you so much for being with us today, Shelly. I appreciate being here. It's been so much fun talking with you. And I I will see you again soon. Yes, we are going to have to play more together, I can tell. (laughs) And thank you to everyone out there who joined us today. This show is for you. It's about you to support you. If you have any suggestions on how you would like to be better supported, if you have questions, if you have people you would like to see on the show, please feel free to reach out to me at AskZofia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 